My name is Noah Kindig, sports reporter for the Wright State Guardian. Uh, I am dressed very spiffy today alongside one of my guests, Dominic Wenrick. Uh, the two of us had Wright State's career fair. Literally, it started an hour ago. Uh, Dominic, how was your career fair experience? Uh, it was good. Uh, I got to talk to a lot of cool people to do a lot of cool stuff. And uh, hopefully I'll get to work for one of them. I, I was going to say, we'll be graduating in a few months and we, we need big boy jobs. We need yep. we need big boy jobs and hopefully somebody will be willing to pay us. Uh, didn't go to the career fair today, but always happy to have him. Isaac Wernicke, how are you feeling? Woo! I'm feeling good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Weather... Bit colder, not gonna lie. I haven't appreciated this side of Ohio uh, for the past. I, I mean, it feels like a week by now because Monday last week was really nice, but since then it's been very cold, and we don't appreciate it. Ohio, it's not good. Mm. What what what's the high today? Is it like twenty seven <laughs> or something? It is actually right now high it is of forty eight. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> maybe, maybe Ohio's not so bad. I low, of, up, low of nineteen. I looked up. Still. I looked up the weather when I woke up this morning, and it said twenty-seven. So I didn't know if that was the high or just what it was. I know. I crawled out of bed right this morning, put on my Apple Watch. So I thought it was like thirty-seven. I was like, I guess I don't have to wear a heavy coat. But what, when it, when it's mid-March and I come out in the morning and my car is covered in like a layer of frost and mm-hmm. I have to scrape it off, I'm like, come on, Ohio, it's mid-March. Yes. Come on. F- figure it out. What, what's going on? <laughs> figure it out. Um. Yeah. So the crew fair was good. I feel like. Maybe, I don't know if this was your experience, Dominic, but I think Jamie, our boss, pointed this out, that it was like a lot of like government, a lot of like sales positions, a lot of stuff like that. So, I mean, it is good that the career fair is there. It's just, I don't know if I want to be the guy that's like, hey, you want to buy roofing for your house? Like, I don't know if I want to be that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not picky for a job, but I have I have a couple standards, and I don't think I'd be very good at that position. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. Uh especially a tricky thing for us to talk about as people looking to get hired. Yes. Um, the I think the the variety of employers that were there probably matched the variety of people looking to be employed. Yes. There was a lot of engineering. There was a lot of business. Which There's is a lot, lot of like where our like degrees and students yes. come from. Yes. I think it's just kind of the way things go that there's not as many people that are looking for – yeah, uh, the jobs that we're looking for, I suppose. Have you been looking for a job in the past? I know that you work for New Media and you work for us. Have you been looking yeah. for like a big boy job? Starting to look for that? I've actually, I have been. I've been applying to several internships okay. just around the area. Yeah. Um. Other than that, not nothing like too crazy. Yeah, because you're would, not planning on graduating this spring, are you? No, yeah. I graduate um in 2025. Um, yeah. Rip. <laughs> um. But I still got a ways to go. But um, I am. Really hoping that like a videography job or something could just pop on my doorstep, but that's very, very, very rare to Especially happen. Especially for this area, so, that is kind of rare. Yeah, maybe WDTN <laughs> will have something for you, but other than that, mm-hmm. I don't know. I found several internships that are kind of close. The farthest was Miamisburg. That's not bad. Yeah, so I'm looking into those, but as of now, I'm I'm not too concerned. I mean, if I right now, I'm still debating if I go back home over the summer, save some mm-hmm. money, or stay here. You know, kind of grow like my little video portfolio, whatnot. You I, have I feel like it's kind of crunch time for all of us. Where I mean, I don't know if this is for you, Dominic, but I'm graduating, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Come, I mean, I guess May first because we're graduating April 29th. I don't know. Come May first, where I'm going to be? Like, I don't know because mm-hmm. I have an apartment, but the lease is up in like June, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to stay in that apartment. I don't know if I'm going to be in Columbus, Cincinnati, where I'm going to be. So I think it's kind of crunch time for all of us where we're figuring out, like, what do we want to do over the summer? And we don't know what life is going to look like in the next few months. 
I guess it's the same way for us. But. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is something that I really want to talk about today and why I'm super happy to have uh, the videography team here for The Guardian. I think you guys yeah. are excited. Dominic, why don't you start us off? It's Oscar weekend. It's Oscar Yee! weekend! Woo! The Oscars <laughs> just happened. And uh, it was a good one. It actually, yes, it was. I'm, uh, I think we said this last time, not... We, we had a lot of gripe about award shows the last time. We were, yeah, when we were talking about the Grammys. <laughs> when we were talking about the Grammys, we were talking about you know other award shows. But the Oscars this time, I think I think it was a banger. I think they mm-hmm. did a good job. They did it right. Um, yes. There was a lot riding on this as an event, um, particularly following uh, the events of last Oscars. Yes. Of the last year. Yes. Um, and... They 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 seem to have uh, taken their their criticism well and adjusted, and they listened to the the people that really cared, and they seemed to do it right. Mm-hmm. They did it right, and uh, I was very happy to see that. I think I'm the I'm the only one of the three of us that caught the whole stream, right? Right. I that's okay. I watched halfway through. Yeah, I did not. I I was kind of busy that night, but I did keep an eye on like the winners, like when they would pop up on like Google Chrome. I keep an eye on the winners because I there was some movies that I really wanted to win, and mm-hmm. the movies that I really wanted to win did win. So it was a good night for me. Mm-hmm. There, the, this was this year was an interesting one because it was at least the first year that I can remember um, where every single category was televised, mm-hmm. where all of them were awarded live, all mm-hmm. whatever twenty something of them that there are. Uh, and obviously, there have been categories added over the years. So there may have been years prior where all of them have been awarded live. But that was what made the event so long. But I think it really did need it. I think so. I, I, I would think that it, it is kind of, I don't want to say cheap, but it is kind of uh, diminishing the achievement of people. Where if you're going to get an Oscar, it's not going to be televised. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like during a commercial break or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would diminish, even for the s- categories that we would call like the smaller categories, mm-hmm. I think that really takes away from like the point of the Oscars, which is to award people and to let people see this is what excellence looks like, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, they they are artists who are recognized, who are being recognized as being the best at their craft. Mm-hmm. And that recognition should not be determined by what their craft happens to be. Absolutely. Um, there was a lot of, before we go like down the, I guess we'll go down the, the winners and the highlights for us, but before we do that, uh, I have a couple of brief things uh, that, were, that stood out to me that were amazing. Um, one of the first being Steven Spielberg. The, uh, his Fableman's nomination uh, makes him the first person in history to be nominated for an Oscar in six different decades. Wow. Which is incredible to have that kind oh. of like staying power. And I never at, actually noticed that. That's that, crazy. That was, that was uh, something that they brought up at the beginning of the, the stream, and I thought that was incredible. When you hear him talk about like how movies have changed mm-hmm. over time, it really feels like somebody who was there for every single yeah. step of the way because he was in a sense i just think that the, to be that good at his craft for that long is incredible mm-hmm. and is uh not uh an often thing to see yeah and the other one um john williams uh, the oldest nominee in oscar history i believe uh com- not, compo- at, is that composing i it Either of compo- either composing or of all time. Yeah. Uh, at ninety one. Yeah. 
which is amazing that he's still, you know, doing work as good as the work that he does uh, that long in his life and yeah. at least seems to still be enjoying it. And I mean, it is, it is wild in this day and age to have a composer of like orchestral music mm-hmm. that their name is known by millions and they're still like mm-hmm. alive. Because everybody knows Mozart, Bach, Beethoven, but when you see the Star Wars theme or when you see like this, when you see composer John Williams like in front of a movie, people's like light bulbs go off in their head and they're like, that's John Williams. That's the guy. He, he's created what is prob- what are probably some of the most iconic and recognizable pieces of music of yes. all time. Yes. And it, it's incredible to have a composer alive today that millions of people a light bulb will go off in their head. They'll mm-hmm. hear they'll hear John Williams and they're he- and they'll hear his themes. They'll hear his music that he's played, which I think is incredible yeah. for you know a composer to be in this day and age. So we want to take a look at some winners. Let's take a look Let's at some winners. Do, it. So, do, do we want to start with the big one? Uh, best picture. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, I was so so happy when I heard that from Harrison Ford. He said it in such like a monotone voice, and I was like, <laughs> "Don't you dare! Don't you dare!" I I was scared it was going to be tar at first because I was like, I heard it was really good, and I was like, "If it wins, okay," but I really want it to be everything. And then he said that, and I was like, "Ah!" Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once won so many categories. I that think by the end of the night, they when they were announcing wins for it, they would get halfway through the first word, and everybody would be on their feet because they already knew it which yeah. movie it was. Yeah. yeah. I think it was seven, did you say that they won? They won seven. Yeah. They had 11 nominations, but they could only win 10 because in Best Supporting Actress, it was up against itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But it won, uh, I'll see if I can remember off the top of my head, Best Picture, both Best Supporting Actors. um, Best Original Screenplay. Best Original Screenplay, uh, Best Directing, Editing, and best actress best, best actress yes yes, yes th- those were the seven yeah. um and i am so glad that it did because it deserves the world um the 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 number two movie that stood out for me for the awards uh all quiet yep. on the western front was that was that one that stood out as well which is really good to see because i think we t- i mean when we were talking about the nominations the movies that i think stood out to all three of us were all Quiet on the Western Front and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. And so to see those movies sweep, I'm not going to say that we're like the purveyors of popular opinion or anything mm-hmm. like that, but but to see movies that it seems like everybody loved and everybody rallied around and everybody was happy mm-hmm. with do so well, I think mm-hmm. is so good. Um, other big ones, uh, we knew, everybody knew, uh, Best Visual Effects, Avatar The Way of Water. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that was coming. Um, best song went to RRR, which was I was so happy for. Um, <laughs> and they performed that song too at the Oscars, right? Yeah, now. all of the, all of the the best original song nominees were mm. uh, performed uh, uh, live on air, which was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I loved watching those; that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, but I don't know if anything, and we the three of us were right. Uh, when we were talking about nominations months ago, uh, best animated feature was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, I, it was one thing that we talked about even off air before we started today. One like 
Puss in Boots, The Last Wish was so good, but maybe it didn't have time to settle. Maybe it wasn't, you know, soon enough. Like, the, the movie had only been out for a little bit, so maybe it wasn't out long enough for it to really stand out in that category. But still, th- those Pinocchio effects are incredible. Mm-hmm. It, and it looks incredible, too. I'm not trying to take away from that win in any sense. <laughs> Gil- Guillermo del Toro always just shoots for the moon and hits the stars. It's incredible. <laughs> but are, are there any other, like, big Oscar moments from this, this year that stood out to either of you? I think it was important that Wakanda Forever got something yeah. from, from that movie. Um, you know, maybe it's not up to par in terms of the story, in terms of directing, in terms of, like, how much it affected people, as the other nominations have. But I think it's important that it got something because of the legacy of that franchise. In a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, for sure. I know um, one thing that really stuck out to me and me and Dominic already talked about it, was the Best Supporting Actor winner, mm-hmm. uh, Kiwi... Kiwi Kwan. Yeah, okay. I was so freaking happy mm-hmm. just to see that. I was running home late. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to watch the Oscars all night, and um, I, like, turned on the TV. I already missed it at that point, so I just I had to look it up, and then I saw his face on the YouTube thumbnail of him holding an Oscar, mm-hmm. and my heart just was just so full of joy at the moment. I was yeah. just so happy. Yeah. Oh uh, gosh, his whole speech in general yeah. was just amazing. That was that was the one of all of them that I needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I needed mm-hmm. him to win that. Anything mm-hmm. else was up for grabs. I needed him to win that just yeah. to see him win. Yeah. And watching his speech is the first time that I have cried in, I think, like, seven years. Yeah. I think um, his speech and... Uh, well, was it Jackie Chan that gave a speech at the Oscars, or was that a Grammys win? When? <sighs> this year? It was year? No, not this year. It was years ago. But I, I remember Jackie Chan finally winning an Oscar, or finally winning some kind of award after working for so, so long. And the, the emotional speech that he gave was so incredible. Mm-hmm. But it, it's great to see actors that really deserve it and maybe aren't, you know, the top name-lining actors of Hollywood in mm-hmm. a sense, but they deserve it. Everybody around them kind of knows that they deserve it, and then they finally get it, and they get to give that speech. It's it's incredible. Speaking of comeback wins that really deserved it. Oh, I already think I know. Brendan Fraser. Yes! Yeah! The Whale. <laughs> I actually watched the movie last night, and, ah, oh, man, he's so freaking good in it. Mm-hmm. So good. I've been always wanting to watch that before the Oscars, but I had no time, so I was like, okay, well... Today's my day. Gonna finally watch it and then just see everything like beginning to or beginning to end. And uh, it was just blown away. So freaking good. So well worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. I don't even remember who he was up against. He was he against swept that category so well. Um. Oh gosh, who was he? I I think it was like. The leading actor of Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, yes, he w- he was up against um, Austin Butler too. He was up against Austin Butler, uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah, for uh, Banshees of Inisherin and uh, Bill Nye and uh, Paul Mescal. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am so glad that he won. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh yes. I. Uh, those were those were important wins. Yeah. So 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 talk to me about kind of I mean because I didn't get a chance to watch the stream. Was there a feeling in that room that was better than previous years? Because there, there was, there seems to be something about this Oscars that was a, we're not going to be what we were last year. Mm-hmm. In a sense, we're going to be better. Was there a feeling in the room? Was it the the reaction of people just from like online of like stuff getting like what for you guys like was the 
was the difference between previous years and this? I okay, so for me it's weird because the first ever Oscars I ever watched in my life was the 2019 one, I believe, uh, where Parasite actually did really freaking good. Mm-hmm. You guys know the movie mm-hmm. um, Bong Joon Ho, yeah. Um, and I was just so ecstatic just because I love that movie and I was rooting for it and seeing it win all those awards just made me so happy. So I kind of felt like a almost kind of nostalgic like renaissance how everything everywhere all at once was my parasite mm-hmm. and I was rooting yeah. for it and I was yeah. like let's go this movie touched the hearts of like so many people and seeing it get that recognition and being put out there and mm-hmm. for people to finally be like oh this one best picture mm-hmm. let's go watch it or yeah. something like that so yeah I don't know that's just how it felt for me at least yeah. Th- this wasn't the f- this wasn't the first one that I've paid attention to but this was the first one that I had watched. Mm. Um, like like in its entirety? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a big the big reason why I this was the first one I watched was because of everything everywhere all at once. And because I had been seeing, you know, it rake in the awards. And I had to, I was so invested in this movie mm. more than I was invested in the Oscars themselves. Mm. But I think that they... They realized the change needed to be made, and they made it. Yes. And I'm glad they did because it went off incredibly well, and it felt so much more positive than years prior. Absolutely, yeah. There, There is one more uh, thing that I want to bring up because uh, I got HBO Max because I wanted to watch mm. The Last of Us. That's not what I'm going to bring up. One thing I am going to bring up is a documentary that I watched because after um, it won, I wanted to check it out. It's a documentary called Navalny. And I mm-hmm. and I would imagine you guys haven't watched it. No big deal. I would highly recommend watching it because of how accurate it is and because of how scary it is. It's about a guy named Alexei Navalny, and it won uh, the best documentary at this Oscars. And it's another reason why I'm happy with the Oscars that it won because this was deserved. Mm-hmm. He is a, a he was essentially an opposition leader in Russia trying to kind of talk about like the evils that Vladimir Putin is doing and he did it in this very modern way where he basically created like YouTube content and it got really popular because it was calling out Putin in Russia so he's making all this YouTube content he's doing this like very funny and like modern editing style but it's sleek and it's calling out things and so Navalny uh was poisoned by like the Russian government in an attempt to literally kill him and get him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was saved, and this documentary kind of talks about his story and how he's not being quiet, and he's going back to Russia. So it's a fantastic documentary. Highly recommend watching uh, Navalny on HBO Max if you haven't already. Uh, yeah, I'm very oh, excited. Gosh. I, I don't want to uh, say this for fear of being wrong. Um, I think he's in prison in Russia right now. I believe he is currently in prison in Russia, yes. Um, which is um, terrible to hear, and uh, wish him and everybody around him the very best. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this uh, film, especially now in the wake of awards, the the awards that it's pulling in, can uh, reach uh, more ears that need to hear what it has to say. Yes, I, I mm-hmm. hope that it can reach a bigger audience and realize, in a sense, that um, I mean, I mean, when you hear his story, it sounds like a story out of like. And I don't want to say a story out of like 1984, like George Orwell, but it sounds like a story of like the state is watching everything, but it's a modern day and it's, I mean, it's not even based on a true story. It's a documentary. It's real. So it, it's a story that I think a lot of people need to hear. And I think it's really important to kind of call out these issues and, and 
call out these things. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all that I had for the Oscars. Anything else you guys would like to add about a very great night in, for film? I'm excited uh, about I it. I do. One more thing yeah. about everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Uh, it is now the most awarded film in history. Let's Oh, yeah, go. that's right. Mm-hmm. By Let's quite a go. significant margin. Mm-hmm. Let's go. The previous number one being Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Gotcha. It's It has, like, something over, and this, this is, like, based on, like, SAG awards, mm-hmm. like, uh, SAG certified or whatever the description is, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, 300 plus. Let's go. Yeah. So well-deserving. Like. So well-deserving. <laughs> and I, I think that's what uh, has brought a lot of public back to, like, appreciating these award shows is it doesn't feel like theater anymore. It feels like, you know, the ones that actually kind of deserve to win one. And I'm sure there were a few that people were unhappy about, uh... But for me, as an overall overarching theme, I was happy with the Oscars as a whole and the awards and who deserved to win. And it didn't become theater. It didn't become a place where you're going to be known for smacking a comedian, you know, on stage. It, it became <laughs> it, it became a real award show where it felt like holding an Oscar in your hand had meaning. Mm-hmm. Holding that award in your hand meant something rather than just embarrassment. Yes, totally. And and, I've, and that's what the award show should be about. So overall, I was happy with the mm-hmm. Oscars. Very, um, very happy too. Yeah. There is uh, one thing that I did want to bring up uh, about The Last of Us. The, the entire series is now out. Uh, on Sunday, the finale dropped. I bought HBO Max on Monday, and I couldn't mm-hmm. stop myself. I watched the first six episodes <laughs> all the way through on Monday, and I had to force myself to stop. Um, and so... I, I haven't watched the series finale yet, but I know uh, you, Dominic, have been keeping up with it. Maybe watching the I, series finale. I have I have seen all but the last episode. Yeah, there's there's nine total. Yes, yeah, the finale yeah. is out. Oh uh, yes, the finale is out. I believe I there, haven't, there, I haven't there's seen eight the or latest nine. episode. Yeah, there's eight or nine. Um, but in total, I think Dominic and I can both agree, fantastic piece of work mm-hmm. that show is. Um, and for me, I'm not a big guy in horror, so there are a few times I had to, you know, pause it. I had to take a breath. I had to, you know, settle myself down. There are a few things I had to skip because it was gruesome. But for me, it is a beautiful story about the good things that come from the bad in the world. It is a yeah. beautiful story in so many ways. So if you haven't watched it, maybe it'll, you know, you can find clips of it on YouTube. Or if you have the money, maybe buy HBO Max for a month and check it out. I highly, highly recommend it. I was the opposite. I got really messed up on like a lot of the like personal and emotional stuff. Yeah, um, like, yeah. The the personal emotional stuff messed me up too. But it's 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 that's what the story is in a sense. Yeah. That's the important part of the story. And it the, these actors really make you feel it. They it's it's a gut punch. They sure do. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts to watch. Yeah, but it's so good. Maybe it'll win an award. We'll see. So good. It better win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I believe that is all that we have today for the Oscars. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. But I am excited because I do believe we also have a Florida Man story for today. We do. You we said do. you picked one out for us. Yes, Beautiful. I do. Oh, man. Such a weird transition again. <laughs> we always go from like really emotional stories to like some derpy Florida Man. Well, that's a good. You, you always got to. It's like the news broadcast that always ended on a good mood. Yeah. You, know, you always have a feel good story when you leave rather than like we're all going to die and the end of the world is coming. You know, oh, my gosh. But anyways, um, hello, welcome to Florida Man Wednesday. This story reads in the caption, Florida Man tries to flee deputies on riding lawnmower. Mm. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. This is according to NBC News, and it was published on July 11th, 2022. Um, and I apologize if I pronounce this incorrectly, but the Oklas Oh, boo, gosh. Okalasa. How do you say that? Is it the city police department? It's a county. County police department. Okaloosa? Yeah. Okaloosa. Yeah, I'll sure. just say that. Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office said it was trying to serve arrest warrants on the 40-year-old 40 and found him on the mower in a backyard. Uh -huh. They shouted at him to stop and get on the ground when he tried to escape on the mower. Okay. <laughs> Deputies chased him on foot using a taser. When he was finally caught, deputies found him with a revolver, a handcuff, a key, or sorry, with a handcuff key, a pipe with methamphetamine residue. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Um, because of his escape, he is facing charges of grand theft, grand theft of a vehicle, felony criminal mischief, Two counts of resisting an officer, possession of concealed weapon by a convicted felon, carrying a concealed handcuff key, possession of drug paraphernalia, felony failure, and other counts. So, wait, so, two of those that I want to talk about. Grand Theft Auto. Did he steal that lawnmower? <laughs> that was my first thought. Did he steal it? Did he steal it? Because it says Grand Theft Auto, so maybe he, like, stole somebody else's car and this isn't part of the charge, but that makes me think, like... He jacked somebody else's lawnmower and then just drove off in the lawnmower. That'd be incredible. There was no further, uh, um, sorry, anything like describing the grand theft part okay. in the article. Okay. But I would assume that's what he did because he's being charged for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it seems like they chased after him on foot. So... The lawnmower was being used as, I guess, an off-road vehicle. Mm -hmm. I, I just imagine, like, this suburban morning where, like, you wake up in Florida, the kids are going to school, you look out in your backyard, and there's a madman with a revolver just going full speed in a lawnmower, <laughs> just, just pushing both full controls speed, but forward. but it's, like, 5 miles, 10 miles per but it's hour. it's, like, yeah, 10, some, mi 10 miles an some hour. Some of those go pretty quick. I bet, yeah, I bet they do. I, I mean, if, if it's an older one, you know, it's not going too fast. But a newer one, you know, you put it into high gear. You and put then it you on. just have, like, five police officers running after him on foot, just, like, stop, in the cartoons stop. or something. You're under arrest. <laughs> just, like, and it goes the other way around. Yeah. On a lawnmower with a handgun, handcuffs, and meth. <laughs> I mean... It's Florida, man. That's, and then um, <laughs> yep. I didn't know uh, possession of a handcuff key was yeah, a felony it's very crime. Odd. Concealed possession. Concealed possession yeah. of a handcuff key. I mean, I guess in Florida, you got to think of everything. So I guess good on Florida law enforcement to, you know, put everything on the books <laughs> and make sure that they're not getting away with anything. It, might, dude had it might be a, it might be a like, handcuff keys are universal kind of thing. Oh, and so if you yeah. have one in your back pocket, then you can get out of handcuffs situation, yeah. I suppose. I haven't thought about it like that, but yeah, I suppose. Uh, my best guess. Yeah, I mean, it's my best. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a fair guess. That's a fair assumption, I think. So, oh, I mean, I mean, okay, so, so let's talk about this guy. Let's talk about this guy. Uh, I think, obviously, we all can agree he's going to jail. He's got a concealed, oh, yeah. he's got a concealed firearm. He's already a felon. He's not supposed to have a firearm. Uh, if he ja if he stole somebody's lawnmower, 
let, 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 let's put it this way. Let's just say that he stole somebody's lawnmower and used it to run away from the police. <laughs> Should there be any added time for that? That he steals somebody's lawnmower and drives away from the police? I, I Situational, I suppose. Okay. The, I think the question is, which, which came first? The stealing of the lawnmower or being chased by police? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Cause, cause, which, cause, which one is the primary charge? Because I'm not sure if this story is like he was mowing his lawn and then the police told him, like, stop, you're under arrest, and then he tried to run away. Or if mid-chase he stole somebody's lawnmower and tried to run away. At least it doesn't seem like he put anybody in danger. So, so I'll I, give him that. Except you, himself. I except do himself. have some more news. Okay, So good. I looked up a different Ooh. article. This is according to Local News uh, 10, Florida. Again, posted, or I should say published, July 11th of 2022. So previously, he was facing um, grand theft auto charges when he stole a boat around, let's see, it looks like it's January 3rd okay. when he dived into a swamp after um, committing grand theft auto of a boat. Oh, so it was the boat, not the lawnmower. Okay. So he stole the boat, got away with it. Didn't get caught. And it sounds like they found him on a mower. <laughs> Mowing his with lawn. With a revolver. Mowing his lawn. With meth yeah. and a handcuff key. Yeah. And it was like, we got him. <laughs> Lady, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, as it says in this article too, it sounds like they tased him on the mower. Okay. When he was making his pursuit. Okay. And so they were So they were absolutely able to catch him on yes. the mower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't a great off-road vehicle. Or maybe he's a bad driver. <laughs> maybe, maybe he crashed. Maybe he crashed into a fence or something. Or I don't some know. really fit cops. Yeah. It's. I mean, lawnmowers aren't going that fast. I bet cops could catch. Even if he's going full speed, I bet a cop could catch him. I, I need a video game about this. <laughs> <laughs> or this I, needs I, to be. My first thought was, he's full of meth, running away from the cops on a mower. Like I, a, I need to make a movie about a this. video, a video game where you're a Florida man and each level is you escaping the police in different situations. I think that's just GTA. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that is just GTA. I don't know. My first thought was, this sounds like a side quest from GTA, or one where, like, you know, you're trying to make it to the space force in your Ford F one fifty time before the police catch oh, you. Oh, exactly. It's yeah. like a yeah. Every Florida man story is like a different mission or a something different like mission that. in the video game. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. <laughs> the boss is just cocaine bear or something. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. this feels like a spiritual successor to cocaine bear. It does. <laughs> you're just going along. Well, I think we can all agree for this guy. He's a felon. He's going back to jail. Mm-hmm. I think we can oh, all yeah. agree on that. Guilty. Well. But if you got to do it, do it with style. The, the jury is out, and the jury says guilty for this Florida man. And as we pound our gavel, I believe that's all the time that we yeah. have for today. Thank you so much for Bye. Dominic Wenrick and Isaac Wernicke for joining me today, talking about the Oscars, talking about future jobs and big boy things, and talking yeah. about Florida man stories. And hopefully, we'll catch you here next time. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.